And grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text from St. Luke, the Lord answered, Martha, Martha, you're anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will never be taken away from her. Dear friends of Christ, last week I was spent a worship service in Fort Wayne, Indiana uh, at my son's, Alex's, Vicarage Church, and I got to hear him preach a sermon, Proud Papa, you know, chip off the old block. And as he was preaching, he preached uh, a sermon about life's distractions, kind of like this Sunday's sermon. We get caught up in the small details of life. The doctors, visits, sports events, recreation, work, to-do list, errands that need to be run. We get caught up in all of that. And like Martha, we get caught up in all the details and we forget the words of Jesus. One important thing is necessary. Do you know what that one important thing is? The one important thing. The one important thing that all Christians should know. Of course, it's opening God's Word every day. Meditating on God's Word. So how you do with that one important thing? Do you go to church on Sunday to go to Bible study? Do you spend day in prayer? You know, I often read God's Word and spend the day in prayer, but I just got back from vacation. You know how much I read God's Word on vacation? I think four times, four times, in two weeks. And you know how often I prayed? Well, not nearly as often. And then I came home only to read our text, (laughs) and Jesus redirected my thoughts. One thing is necessary. What's the one necessary thing? Do you do it well? Well, my son Alex said something in his sermon that was helpful and did something that is going to be helpful for us this morning. Um, you know, we get all caught up in things. Uh, we, get, we get caught up in uh, uh, life issues, and, and we get concerned, and, 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 and uh, hey, whoops. I caught the fan. We, we get concerned and we get all burdened about troubles, right? I mean, I don't know about your life, what's in your life, but I know what's in my life. And, and of course, there is, there's my sister. And uh, throughout vacation, we got a call that, you know, she's having issues with her, her kidney. She has a new kidney and, and they, her old ones died. And on her, one of her old dead kidneys, there's, there's a, an infection. That's not good. And then at last night, we got a call. Kyle is camping, and, and they're in a tent, and a tornado. Tornado warning. Luke, or uh, Joel, just moved into a new house with all those issues. Of course, there's Paul. He went to Germany. You know, those concerns. And, and then when he came back, there were problems with the house. All those troubles, all those concerns, all those worries. And, you know, what are you thinking about? What, what burdens you? What worries you? What's on your mind? What, what little details and tasks keep you focused? 
doesn't say low battery, but you can hear me better. Probably good for the sermon. So again, you know, Jesus, what he does is as we're walking back and forth, worrying about the day and all the events of the day and getting caught up in all that, Jesus redirects our thoughts, doesn't he? He redirects our focus to the cross. And of course, to the one thing that is necessary. You know, Martha did that. She got all worried. She got all wound up, all trouble. And Jesus redirected Martha's thoughts. And there were sisters, Mary and Martha. They weren't alike. Like so many sisters, completely different. And Martha was that task-oriented sister, the one that was hardworking and practical and, and uh, a perfectionist. Martha didn't like it when small things were off. She wanted things right. Small details mattered to her. Mary, nah, she's a free spirit. The details didn't matter. And she didn't like doing those things. And of course, which is better? Taking care of business or being a free spirit? Neither one's better, is it? Nothing wrong with wanting to serve like Martha did. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be busy and serving the family and cooking the meal and doing the pots and pans. And, because she had good intentions. Martha had good intentions for Jesus. What she was doing was good. She wanted Jesus to have a good meal in a clean house. She wanted to serve her Lord. Nothing wrong with serving the Lord. Nothing wrong at all. So what's wrong? Martha needed to have her thoughts redirected. Because in all her service, in all her worrying, in all her troubles... Her attitude was wrong. She's worrying too much. Jesus said, Martha, you're anxious and troubled about many things. And we lose the impact of the words here without the Greek. The Greek says that Martha was dragged, dragged around with much service. Her service drug her along. The little details controlled her. And then she lost control. Has that ever happened to you? Little details controlled you and then you lost control. You get so caught up in the small things that you lose sight of the bigger picture. Christ on the cross. All the victory that he's accomplished for you. That's what, Mar- that's what Martha did. There were pots to stir. There were dishes to wash, sauces to make, salads to dress. Bread to warm, wine to uncork. But Mary, she sat there passive. Well, Martha did all the work. Mary sat at the Savior's feet, listened to every word that proceeded from the mouth of the Lord. And like our, our psalm today, his word was a lamp and a light and a path to her feet. Martha thought about all that. Finally, she explodes in, in an emotional breakdown. And Jesus, she runs to Jesus and says, Jesus, don't you care? And Jesus gently redirected her thinking. 
There was nothing wrong with serving. Again, the Greek says Martha was dragged around with much service. The word for service is the word we use for ministry. There's nothing wrong with service. There's nothing wrong with doing ministry. Doing ministry is good. Serving one another in love is good. That's the Lord's will for you. To love one another and to serve one another. It's a good thing to serve God. It's a good thing to serve Jesus. It's a good thing. But sometimes, even though we're doing good things, doing good ministry, we need to be redirected in our thinking. Redirected in our thoughts to the one thing necessary. Being in God's Word. Can't you see Martha worrying? Oh, my sister. Mary. She does this to me every time. Every single time. I've got things to do. There's, there's, there, and she knows how I am. She knows how I am with the details. She knows who I am, and she knows if this doesn't get done, it's going to bother me. It's going to get under my skin, and sure enough, what does she do? She sits there, and she does nothing. She lets, I have to be, I'm the one that does all the sacrifice. Do I have to do all the sacrifice? Do I have to do all the work? It's not fair, and Jesus knows it's not fair. I'm sure if I let Jesus know that he'll, he'll set her straight. And she stews, and we can stew, and we can stir, and we can get concerned about all these things that seem to matter so much so that in all of our worry and all of our concern, we forget where the source of comfort is. And we forget the Word of God. The one thing necessary, and we pass right by. I guess in in that sense, we're probably all a little bit like Martha. The things of life overwhelm us. Right now, Jesus comes and he says, one thing is necessary and Mary has made the better choice. You know, pastors preach this sermon today, I'm sure they're saying, and they go into a tirade and they say, don't be like Martha. Martha. That'd be wrong. That'd be a mistake. Remember, there's joy in serving. Serving is good. There's nothing wrong with doing ministry for Jesus. And after all, everyone needs a Martha in their life, right? We all need Marthas. If it weren't for Marthas, the difficult things wouldn't get done. We need Marthas. We need men. Men who are willing to roll up their sleeves and get things done. Servants of the church. Servants in the family. Someone has to take out the trash. No, oh, you could be like Mary and you could sit around. You could listen to hymns all day and think pious thoughts. Be a free spirit. But somebody's got to pay the bills. There are important things to do, and those things are acts of service, and those acts of service are good things. In fact, they're considered acts of ministry. And if they're done in faith, God says they're good works. Every day, you and I are called to do what Martha was doing in our vocation and our callings of life. 
to provide for, for, to provide for others in Jesus' name, to care for one another in Jesus' name. And that loving service, those, those acts of kindness, no matter how humdrum, no matter how ordinary, no matter how basic and routine, are God-pleasing. Changing diapers, washing dishes, God-pleasing. So let's set the record straight. Martha, and it wasn't Martha's work that made Jesus upset. It was her attitude. Her thoughts needed to be redirected to the one thing necessary. Martha, Martha, you're troubled about many things. But couldn't we say the same thing about ourselves? That we're troubled about many things. Distracted. So that we don't have time for God's word. We get all wound up. You know, people do this all the time. They get so busy, they don't have time for, to come to church on Sunday. To hear God's word. They need to sleep in. They, you, happens to people all the time. Church service is over. We had a Bible study right in there. And we, we used to have 80, 90 people in Bible study. We're down to about 40 people. Where does everybody else go? I don't know. I guess there's a breakfast at family table that needs to be attended to. But the one thing that's necessary, again, people do that all the time. And this is where Jesus redirects our thoughts. Before we can faithfully serve, sit down and listen. And do the one thing necessary. Do you know what the one thing necessary thing is? To open up God's Word. Spend the day in prayer. Before we serve, we need to be served by our Lord Jesus Christ. Before we wash the pots and wash the clothes, we need to be washed in holy baptism. And before we, before we feed the family, we need to be fed with the body and blood of Christ in the bread and the wine, in the, in the body of the church, in the service of God to us, so that we can serve the body. And before, before we roll up our sleeves and get busy, we need to be still. Listen. Learn. That's what Mary did. When it comes to Martha, we need to share her work ethic, but not her attitude. People with that attitude only become more anxious. They they become martyrs. They become concerned. You know, why do I have to do all the work? We see it in church all the time. Why do I have to do all the work? This congregation has a thousand people in it. How come I'm doing all the work and nobody else is doing all the work? Why is Mary sitting down and doing nothing? Surely Jesus cares. And of course, you know know exactly how it went. People who are like that, who continue to think like that, become more and more anxious and more and more troubled. It all could have gone so much very differently, that visit with Jesus that day. Couldn't it? If Martha had just gone up to Mary and said, Mary, would you help me with the difficult things that need to be done? Did you notice that? Martha never asked for help. 
not once. She just opted for bitterness and frustration. She opted for anger and didn't communicate and opted to have Jesus set her straight. But Jesus wasn't going to play the referee. Jesus came to seek and to save the lost. He came to make a sacrifice for our sins, to pay the price and the penalty for our bitterness, for our, for our unfaithfulness. He came to wash away all the sins of worry and concern that we bear. And that penalty was paid in the form of nails, in the form of a throne, in the form of a cross. And He quits you. He forgives you. He loves you. And He gives you strength for ministry. And how does Jesus do that? He redirects your thoughts. How? By getting you back into the Word. On a daily basis in the Word. How are you to serve today? And you walk by the cross. And you walk by His Word and He redirects your minds to the one thing that's necessary. That's why you're here this morning. You're here this morning to do what Mary did. Receive. Receive the Word. God gathered you here. God brought you here. The Holy Spirit moved in you to give strength for your daily task, to get your mind right. He brought you here to be reminded that in the midst of all your daily burdens, in the midst of all your daily cares, there is a Jesus who has an eternal victory that supersedes all of them. All those tasks will end out well in His care. Don't forget that. Walk by the cross each day. Walk by His Word. Be redirected. Come to worship. Come to church. Worship is not work. Worship is rest. This is where we find rest for the wearied soul. This is a place where we give Jesus the opportunity to redirect our thoughts. Because it's here we find forgiveness of sins. It's here we find release of guilt. It's here we find a desire to serve more. It's here we know we're loved. It's here we can forget about all the demands and all the, all the expectations that the rest of the world places on us. And Jesus placed all those expectations and He put them on Himself with His holy life and His perfect service. Isn't it great to be redirected? Redirected from all your worries and your burdens. Isn't it great to hear that Jesus' love is sufficient? Takes care of it all, despite all your troubles and concerns. And isn't it great to know that Jesus has all your bases covered? Even when you think it, He doesn't. Even if your cans are still there, even if the dishes aren't washed. Sit, listen, learn, make the better choice. Remember the cross, remember his word, and draw your spiritual and your emotional strength from Jesus. And then serve. Amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus and to life everlasting. Amen.